boss, I am steady. See you now, I'm ready. Are we live and direct? Yeah, but you haven't sent me anything like a link. Well, you don't need a link, actually. All you need is a voice. So you're going to just record my voice on phone? Okay. I'm actually already recording you on phone. Right now, like now? Yes, like right now, like, like now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so officially, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, sir. How are you feeling? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Right, man. Your day seemed to be very hectic, man. I called you the first time, and hey, 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 you seem like yeah, you're actually yeah, trying to move between one border to another. Today was a, was a blast. Like, a lot of things happened today. Yeah. So short that I didn't think. Yeah. Okay, it's good to have a personal calendar. Mm-hmm. But for the case of today, I, I was invited on short notice. Okay. On some two occasions, and I couldn't miss them out because it would, it was an opportunity that would take me to another level. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So, what were the functions about? So, the first function was about uh, the morning, uh, it was about debate training. Okay. So, I went to Galaxy, mm -hmm. International School, and uh, I oversaw the debate education. Okay. For the upcoming uh, debate club. Hmm. Uh, shared more ideas with the principal. And the second kind of on that side. Okay. Yeah. How did you get into debating though? Because actually I've never asked you this question. Like, how did you how did you get into debating? Because um, if I do remember, you know, during our high school days, he used to debate, but he wasn't like so serious, you know, but I sure. Yeah, yeah, you, you're always like in, you're not necessarily like spearheading it, but you were one of the guys in there. I do remember very well. I do. <laughs> As I remember in high school, yeah. I, was, uh, I was debating since S3. Yeah. International. Mm. So when I came to Turkish, one of the things I was looking forward to was the debating uh, culture. Yeah. So when I joined, I remember I joined in, S, in second term when the when the F1 when that elected. Mm. So I electing, so I wasn't popular, and I did I did take the, the executive. Mm. But I was a passionate debater. Okay. So when I didn't make to the executive, yeah. With the third term, the executive tried to organize a debate program. Mm. First term. They still were failing, so I overthrew them. Okay. And I created a debate, a debate executive. And by that time, Mr. Khan was HM. Mm-hmm. Teacher Paul was our, was our, our patron. Mm-hmm. So I came in, I talked to Mr. Paul, I'm like, this guy's afraid to do anything, so we need to revive the debate culture. Yeah. So, again, I go ahead. I organize a power executive. Mm -hmm. And decide debating. Hmm. So, I've been a passionate debater. Okay, that's for sure, actually. That's for sure. I was, I was just trying to I was just trying to nudge you in the right direction. And then I went to campus. <laughs> and yeah. became, uh, I became the publicity director hmm. at my debating union for... 
one year, my first year. Mm-hmm. And second year, I was the council director for my career to Beijing Union. Wow, that's amazing, man. That's really amazing, for sure. So, debate, I've loved debate. I still love debate, although I feel I'm growing, but... <laughs> do, do, do you ever think that people outgrow debates, man? Because, like, every single time, we're always in a debate about something, you know. We're just in a debate right now, you know. So, <laughs> do you feel like people ever, ever outgrow debates, though? I say it is relative. Not everyone debates like how I debate or has a passion. Sure. It's like it's Definitely. like uh, some people have a passion for soccer, right? Mm-hmm. It's their it's their hobby. Mm-hmm. I have a passion for debate. It's my hobby, so I may play soccer, but just pass, pass, pass. Yeah, it's not really. I have for debate just to pass, 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 pass. Mm-hmm. Not to actually. Uh, Debate and talk about issues and air out issues interact yeah. with one another. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, you can never outgrow what you're passionate about, your talent, or those special things that that you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um. Before we actually get into the seriousness of the podcast, what tips did you give the Galaxy International students that perhaps you could share with some of the people? That could be enthusiastic to debating on the you know on the on the podcast. What that, five or seven tips? What magical tips have you been you know exposed to master in your past years of, or perhaps not past, but in your present continuous years of debating? First of all, uh, I, I get I get them um, many tips, but you see we are trying to nurture and grow something. Yeah, as a society. But I told them, when to win the debate, you have to connect the dots mm. in the management. Every word spoken will bring you back to the main resolution. So get those words and try to bring them back to your side. Then two, uh, argument is not about, about arguing, it's about learning. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if uh, you have a weak point, you have to learn. And you don't, you never stop learning. Then three, mm-hmm. debates, you are never a loser. Ooh, say that one more time for the people at the back. <laughs> yes, you are never a loser. Yeah, for sure. How much you have lost a debate, you are never a mm-hmm. loser. Because there's a new point you're always bringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a new point you're always bringing. So I said in there, do not give up. It's a beginning. You know, mm-hmm. if I brought the light academy boys that have trained for years, they would crush them hands on, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 it's always a beginning or the first step. And this was their first step. Mm-hmm. They'll get there. They'll get there. I tell a young debater, we started my first debate. I remember, okay, high school I was winning. Mm-hmm. But I went to campus and I was debating with guys from Bodo. You know, lawyers, and as a social, social scientist, mm. I lost my first debate. I remember I was with uh, Rugaba Ivan mm. at a Global Hotel. And that team was called Nara. Mm. And we were always number four, number four. Na- the portion number four, team Nara. Mm. You know? <laughs> at the last. Yeah. But one year down the road after the practice and everything, Gamba is one of the best debaters 
nationwide. Yeah. It gets with uh, powerful uh, speakers like powerful and analytical friends like Andrew Mwenda, you know. Mm. I was also one of the good debaters. I'm now a national judge mm-hmm. and a national coach. So I, it's not the first step. I did not give up on the first step when I was yeah. similar. Yeah. I still continue debating, 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 debating up to where it has taken me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't give up. Oof. Oof, man. That's quite something, you know, for sure. I, I did also pick a few gems out of that. And, you know, to a certain extent, some of the gems that you've actually, some of the nuggets you've shared, like, really cross across, you know, to more than just debating. And, like, just anything that you're actually putting your time and energy to. Oh. There is no such thing as you losing. There is always you learning, you know. you learning. Yeah. yeah. You have that lost. Precisely. And when you are actually in a debate, it's not about who's going to win, you know, but rather how much information you're going to put across that is valid. Yes. You know, just to paraphrase what you're saying. So really appreciate it, man, for the nuggets as well. And for the people that are actually listening in and you are interested in debating, it definitely is the goat in the subject. <laughs> We would have, uh, we'll have uh, ways to contact him in the show notes. In the, of course, there will be a link somewhere in the show notes. Just right after you've listened in, you scroll up, you will see somewhere where the show notes will be. That you click the show more and you find all the, all the links and how to contact today's guest. And as a matter of fact, actually, um, without so much further ado, I would prefer to have him introduce himself. Though, you know, for the most of the people that have actually been uh, cultured to listen in continuously, they do understand. That as we start the podcast, we always just try to get a delve and indulge us into how the guest's day was, you know, so we can actually get to know them in real time, you know, and just get to know who they are, how they do their things. And perhaps from what they tell us, we can be able to actually understand, you know, how they approach their goals and how they approach whatever other subjects that they have. And then best off of that, we can actually have a character avatar of who they are. But nonetheless, as well, we also give them an opportunity to introduce themselves so that they can let us know of anything else that is outside the frame of what they had to tell us earlier. So, Mr. Napoleon Tumukunde, sir. Yes, sir. How would you like to tell, how, how would you like the people to know more about you? What what more would you like the people to know about you? Well, I'm Napoleon Tumukunde Nwamanya. I am a Ugandan. Born and living in the uh, of Kampala. Yeah. One of the things I'm proud of is being a Ugandan. Yeah, 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 for sure. Very many, very few people actually do mention that. I think you're the first guest on the show. You know, it's like every single time I have a new guest on the show, there's always something remarkable about the introduction. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Everybody always brings a special juice to the... I always wait to listen to the introduction because everyone brings something special. I had someone previously, they brought something special. And it's just, you know, so rejuvenating to listen into this, you know... I'm sorry for cutting you short, but I just felt like I had to put that across. Please proceed. I'm a Ugandan. I'm a social scientist by profession. A businessman and business developer by uh, experience. I'm a passionate fellow of debates. I'm a God-fearing person. I love God. I love uh, interacting with young people like me, getting to know ideas, and uh, I love making the world a better place. So most of the times I wake up like, what can I do? What 
technique in the Kanbu. Yeah. And I specialize in marketing and branding for the last, uh, it's now coming to eight years. Eight years. No, no. Actually, it's nine years. Mm-hmm. When I've been in the field of marketing and advertising. And, uh, yeah, that's just brief info about me. I'm single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had to slide that one in. Yeah. <laughs> people have to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> single and happy. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I, it actually, this is perhaps the most interesting bit of the podcast for me. I'll be very honest with you. I don't know what it is uh, that the listeners find very interesting, like the most, like what segment of it. But for me, I do really enjoy the introductions, you know, because <laughs> every single person, I swear to you, you know, every single person that comes in here, there's always something about the introduction that's so special that just leaves you, you know, just blown away, you know. So <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. In a nutshell, in a nutshell yeah. I'm Napoleon Tumkunde, a social scientist, yeah. and a business developer yeah. uh, who loves and is passionate about uh, making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and in, a, in an extra shell, he's mm. a single man that is so happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't stress with life. Like. <laughs> You know, I was actually shocked when you told me you you, you were coming that that you stay alone. Yeah. What? You you, you stay, stay alone? alone. <laughs> no, I stay with my little brother. Okay. He went. He's in school. Ah. Mm. Mm, okay. Listen, we're not going to get into that because that that's not part of the podcast. It's actually it's actually founded. I'm trying. To, I was about to be very nosy right here, but anyway. Um, to, just you know, to kick off all that foolishness aside, and you know, to like get into um the real business, the real deal, what people actually are waiting to listen in and learn from you as well. You know, we're actually going to touch and tickle very many subjects, but we will try to as well get the most out of the least that we will have to share on here because I do strongly believe and understand that you know your experience has really taught you so much that we cannot actually be able to make peace with it in just 60 minutes mm. you know so we are going to really try our best to squeeze in all that information and hopefully for the people that are listening you'll be able to get a thing or two or three but for the most part i emphasize that you get one thing and that one thing you execute in it immediately even if it means pausing this podcast and going to do that thing you know so you spoke about um the, the interest of the show is going to be mostly about your business knowledge, your business information, how you go into marketing, how you go into branding. And as you said, you've been in the industry for nine years, you know, and uh, that must have really exposed you and taught you to taught you very many lessons. You know, so perhaps we'll try to get into a few of those. But nonetheless, how did you how did you get into marketing and branding in the first place? Now, uh, first of all, I'm a guy that loves working. I hate being at home. Like I hate sitting and I hate being dependent. Yes. So how I get into marketing is when I was in, uh, I would go back to when I was at high school. Mm-hmm. I 
I always wanted to be at the front. Yeah. So on as a chill side, I remember there was a talent show. Mm-hmm. That was in 2000 and, uh, 2007. Yeah. yeah, 2007. So this talent show was done and I learned some, some techniques of talent show. Hmm. Then in 2008, I volunteered to organize a talent show at Hillside International School. Mm-hmm. And it was something good. I learned how to interact with people, how do you market, how do you, what are the people selling points, yeah. you know? Those young, young, you know, high schoolers. Yeah. So that's when, actually, that was my first job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, was, I was working at home, but uh, Hillside was my first job, and uh, it was something good and exciting. Mm-hmm. And I made some money, but you see, by then you just knew so the money is all the school's money. Yeah. That's uh, totally green. Like, but now you find an, an this one guy who is very sharp, they would sell the ticket and and get some money from it or something like that. Mm. So I I finished school in S6, and I did, I'm not a guy that wants uh, rowdy push, uh, uh, sorry, not rowdy, like more of uh, hardcore jobs like building and everything. Mm-hmm. But when I was in... Uh, when I was in my Essex, I I looked for jobs and they first failed in the first one month. Yeah. But I started a home-based uh, business, you know, molding molding uh, charcoal with yeah. Uh, sand. Yeah, 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 yeah. You make and mold out in your tray. Yeah, yeah. It it when you put that when you put that molded Japan sand, hmm. you put it in charcoal. It would delay the charcoal burning out. Yeah, definitely. So I started. My mom taught me that in uh, S5. So in S6, I started doing it, and I was selling. And I was getting like a 8K, you know? Mm, per day? At yeah, time, yeah. Wow, okay. Yes, at time. I would sell that, and I would make envelopes for sausages. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, my dad didn't like it because my dad is a very proud guy. <laughs> he would say, I'm trying to pack, we don't have food or something. But me, I was using my airtime, not being buying food. Yeah. So uh, he stopped me and took me to, my uncle volunteered and took me to his site. Because I have an uncle, Uncle Sande, who is a constructor. So he's an engineer. So he has a, a construction farm. So he took me to his site. But I worked there for two weeks, and I every day I would come up with wounds. Mm. After two weeks, I was like, I will not go back to construction. Because I just, I was boring. Guys were just lousy, you know. My mm. uncle was never there, so when the boss not there, people talk lousy. The, you know, I wouldn't mix. So I I looked for another job. And I had an auntie who took me to a, who could help me get a contract with UTL. Mm-hmm. As a customer call agent. Yeah. As a customer call agent, that is my Essex. So yeah. when I got there, now I learned the hard call customer call, like customer marketing. Yeah. How do you market to a customer? By the time that, that, that was 2012 now, 2013, same card registration, how do you convince them to register, you know? Yeah. Small bits. Small bits. Yes. Yeah. So with time, I grow, 
I left that job after two months. Contract had ended. This led me that we were working for and not paid us for some time. So I did not want to renew. So I went back to school, I remember. Then uh, I got another job, still in marketing. Mm -hmm. But you see, I was passionate about um, advocacy and uh, diplomacy. For sure. One of the things I loved to study was advocacy and diplomacy. Mm -hmm. Back from S1. Yeah. So I go to university, I get my course of uh, human science, international relations, which I wanted and what I prayed for. Mm -hmm. So when I'm at campus, I got a job as uh, as head public relations at Speak Out Uganda. Mm -hmm. Now there I was in charge of uh, marketing uh, a kids camp. Okay. That was in 2014. Yeah. I did it well. Then now when I became publicity director at the debating union information minister at College of uh, Human Humanities and Social Science at MOOC, now it exposed me to now communication. You know, how do you communicate in a, to groups of people, you know, send messages? Yeah. So story by story, by the time I left campus, I remember when I was at campus, I mapped it. Uh, my credit betting and programs. Because yeah. when I council director, we had a lot of programs and we wanted big money. Mm -hmm. You know, we organized the inter-hall inter, inter debate. Yeah. And uh, we needed a funding of about 4.5. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember I went to, I went to now this donors, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, some of us are successful, others are not successful, you know. But as always, yeah. Yeah, but it it it, it was now marketing. That's mm -hmm. now marketing. Yeah. So when I graduate as social science, I looked for a diplomatic job that I dreamed of, you know. Of course, mm -hmm. I had done internship in an NGO. But I looked for a job and it failed. One month, two months, like I said, I hate being home. Yeah. So one month, two months, I failed to get a job. Then an opportunity pops up to to market Quixing, Quixing app. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, I have experience, I have a CV of marketing. Mm -hmm. Why don't I join it? And uh, as I look for my dream job, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I went to Quixi, I marked it Quixi. Within one one month, I'd got a promo to be uh, an assistant administrator. Hmm. I pushed it on for about three months. Then I had issues. Then I, was, I left. So when I left Quixi, that was in 2017. And I was like, now Napoleon, with the small savings I had, because I was paying me some good, okay, for university student, it was a good salary, you know? A decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent some money, I was like, now use this money for NGO. Hmm. It an NGO, it had volunteer, volunteer. So there was an NGO near our place, uh, restoration and hope for refugees. I went, yeah. I volunteered for three months. Mm. Poof, okay. No money, no pay. Yeah. I even left as like, why don't you use your your 
your your what your your money and create your own NGO. I just had my own NGO <laughs> called Africa Humanitarian Foundation. Yeah. I failed to get a I failed to get a a a, a project running. I was good with projects, yeah. you know, but I failed to get funding for oh, about six months. Mm-hmm. And I was frustrated. So when I was there, I remember my shoes were torn. You know, <laughs> uh, the shot was funny. Yeah, yeah. After one year, then I thought of going abroad. That might be the idea. Go abroad. <laughs> that is the lyrics on every parent's minds. You know, when they see their kids suffering, yeah. and struggling. So, here comes a bread saver. A win. I was a saver. I call it a saver. Mm-hmm. So that was in the October 2018. No, 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 no. October 2017 uh, no, October. Mm-hmm. So then I I see marketing. The good thing marketing it brings you links. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I had created a relationship with Ronnie Mayanja, Mr. Ronnie Mayanja, mm-hmm. who is the organizer of the Canada Spray Network business color. Yeah. So he told me, Napoleon, you are very good at marketing and your brains will go to waste. <laughs> Come and uh, yeah. let's, let's market this event. Yeah, yeah. And you will benefit. Mm-hmm. Bro, I learned a lot from Ronnie. Yeah. That man. That one man. He's a guy that came and made things work. You know? He would come and uh, he would tell you I've already made... I've already got 80 million for the event. What is the most significant lesson you learned from him? I learned from him the lobbying style. That was how do you pitch the idea to someone to buy it. I learned from him how to organize an event. You know, how do you market an event? Yeah. What are the catchy words? How do you make money from an event? Mm. You know, that is something that I had no idea about. Where the money reside, where the money reside. Yeah. So when I finished the event in December, I remember he had paid me some money. Yeah. It was about 500. Mm-hmm. About 500, yeah. So I had my 500,000. I, I went to Elite in January. Mm. And I, I was like, yeah, this is a, this is a, a learning center. Yeah. It's like, why don't we do a China? kind of like learning a conference. And I'm like, that's not a program. We do language conferences. I was like, hey, why don't you do a mega language conference? Yeah. Borrowing a leaf from the diaspora. Yeah, always, for sure. From the diaspora events, yes. Yeah. Business breakfast and color. Yeah. So I, I made sure I maximize. That was now the comeback. So when I finished that, I forgot to mention, in, uh, when I left Quixie, Blue Flame director, Mr. Yahoo, had called me for a job. Yeah. And I, I turned it down because I wanted NGO. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I remember I've got a job where I'll be in the operations at, at uh, the refugee NGO. So I will not be coming. So I was like, okay. So when I finished the Chinese conference, hmm. New Napoleon does not have a job. 
Mm-hmm. So it was me and I you, they don't have a job, come. Yeah. And I went to Blue Flame. I interacted with him. I learned a lot of now how do you market commodities, you yeah. know? Yeah. How do you do online business? Mm-hmm. How do you, what are the catchy words to bring a customer on board? Yeah. How do you entice, how do you lead a team, you know? Yeah. A marketing, a big marketing team, live around these micro things I was doing, you know. Yeah, and yeah. leading a bigger team because you're head of outlet, you're head of online shop, you know. There's a lot I learned when I was in Blue Flame. Yeah. So I left Blue Flame after that's like in 2019, May. I left and I started my online shop. Mm. It was good. It was good. It's yeah. still good. Catalyst 256 is still doing good. Yeah. So when I ran Qatar two five six, then at one time I looked at I was my expenditures are high but the company is low, income is not stable. Hmm. But I depend on the company, I would succumb I, I, I would it would collapse, everything would collapse, you know. Yeah. So I looked for a job and I went in and I was lucky that I got uh, advertising and outdoor. Yeah. Now, when I first went into advertising and outdoor with MD Branding, I I wasn't I was green, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I was totally green. But I learned the concepts, you know, taxi advertising, wall branding, street posts, but I did not know that the firewood you put in, you know? Mm, yeah, you didn't know the how. Yes. Now I I I would just bring deals and they would handle them. So when I left MD Branding for about four months, I left. I went to truck and trace. Hmm, okay. They were doing cargo trucking. as in the cargo trucking department. And I sucked at it. Totally <laughs> sucked. I remember in a period of five months, I bought in one client. <laughs> I'm I'm, so, not, I'm not laughing at I'm not laughing at the at at at, at the improvedness or the inability. I'm, I'm laughing at how you said it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to admit. So <laughs> yeah. the fact that I was good with the outdoor, mm-hmm. uh, and my former Indian friend called me and it's like Napoleon was setting an outdoor department and I wanted you to come and head it. Mm. I was excited because I'd failed this side. I did not look left, look right, cross the road. Yeah. I went direct. <laughs> yeah. Now, this time I was exposed to the real things, how things are done. Mm, for sure. So I was in Kapala Graphics for about uh, one year. Yeah. One year and uh, 12 months. And at two months, I learned how outdoor is done. What is the concept of branding, you know? How how do you why what do you brand where how when you know mm. all the technicalities of branding like eighty percent. Mm. So when I learned that, I was like, thank God. So that's where I am now. I left. I have my own outdoor company mm-hmm. called Tuffborn Media, mm. which is also doing well because I have some few clients and it's growing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I've come far with, with marketing. So I forgot all the dreams of... Uh, I did not forget, I don't know. Like, <laughs> whatever you bring, but yeah. I, 
I think I'll focus on marketing. Yeah. yeah. What is the toughest lesson you you would credit yourself to from the from from you know all your years and days of of you know experience in the field? My first one. Or perhaps let let me try to rephrase it. What was? Do you still remember the most tragic and trying day of your marketing? you know, grit and grind. And if you do, what was it like? Could you please paint a picture for us of what that day looked like? The worst and tragic day of my marketing career yeah. was uh, when I was in track and trace and I met this client <laughs> mm-hmm. who had more information than I did. Mm-hmm. You get right there. I've never faced that in my life. In fact, even now, right now that I got clients, I have more information than they need. Always, always. So, cause this guy was good with the with the clearing part, you know everything. Yeah. And I was totally green. Yeah. Totally, I'm not totally green, but I had less. It's like I was learning from him. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. So I th- that was my last experience. So I learned if you do not, if you are going to, into marketing and advertising, well, in case you are doing whatever you do, you should always be on top of your client. Yeah, always, always. always. Such by your client's favor, you know, and also, okay, there are those clients that want to boost. Mm-hmm. But... According to now what I do, I tell them, you know what, boss, I have given you my opinion. We can do your way, and you have A, B, C, D, F, G. You get it. Mm. So you let them have their ego on, right? Mm. But there are those clients that you know you have failed. Me, I failed to grasp the concept, mm. the technicalities and everything. So... That was my worst day, honestly. Yeah. Ooh, and you know, actually, as a matter of fact, you, you've really touched on a very sensitive code here. You know, there, there are very many people that claim to be experts in the field that they're in, or not perhaps just claim, but perhaps they could be, you know. Yeah. But mm. I would say, if you are actually going to put yourself, or perhaps label yourself as a specialist or an expert in that particular field that you claim yourself to be in, then you need to make sure that you are at the top of your game in that specific field. Very true. Because like like, like you've already mentioned, you know, it's really, really embarrassing and it can really get you off of your game when the person that you seek to serve is actually more informed about the field that he has come for you to help him in. Mm, You know, mm. it's like at that point in time, he no longer, like the, now, it fails the purpose of him coming to seek help from you if you are actually less knowledgeable than him. That's true. That's true. So, so to all the people that are listening, man, if you actually have a craft that you are doing, if you have any idea that you feel perhaps you want to be, you want you want to be a game changer or perhaps um, a thought leader in that line of you know execution, you need to make sure that you are at, at the top of your game. There's a there's a nugget that says that. If you actually want to see to it that you keep 
at the best of your craft. Make sure that you spend minimum one hour just trying to learn more about your field every single day, you know, so that at least if there is even a 2% improvement in whatever aspect that is in your particular field, you are well endowed with it. Uh, so, also, to yeah. add on, yeah. add on, never, never go into a field yeah. or never do something that you're not conversant with mm. or that you do not have an idea. Yeah. Okay, there's one you will learn if you're young enough you learn. But there are some stages where yeah. you reach there's yeah. an Indian client of mine I sat down with. Yeah. And he told me Napoleon, you are Gatama is twenty six. Mm-hmm. He told me you are twenty six. Mm-hmm. Make sure by thirty mm-hmm. you know where you are going to go. You know what you are going to actually you, you specialize in something like but in case I need I'm thinking about advertising your name will be the first thing yeah. because i'm thinking about uh social media yeah i'm thinking about library yeah. i know napoleon is doing that yeah but if you meander then you reach 30 and you're still more confused you'll be confused for life mm-hmm. and i took this very 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 seriously you see and a very 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 strong hold so there are those clients that have really nurtured me also. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. That goes without saying. But um, I'd also like to know, um, what's your favorite dish? Pardon? What's your favorite dish? My favorite dish is kalo and uh, a shabu with beans. Kalo and a shabu with beans. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard of this quote that says that the, the, the shortest route to a man's heart is through his belly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, so because because you said earlier that you are happy, you are single and happy, and I just you know thought that perhaps there could be someone out there, you know, listening and the like. I mean, listen, I mean, listening in and soaking in into your, you know, on, into your wisdom and just marinating into your inexperience and the like. How can I get a hold of this? Intelligent, experienced, well endowed, disciplined man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd give them like a self ticket, you know. So, anyway, you, you can use the information the way you want. Of course, we'll also put details on how to contact this single, hardworking man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's <just> bad. <laughs> In the show notes, you know, y'all just go there and do whatever you want to do with it. But, hey, please don't misuse it. I mean, honestly speaking, I, I'm not planting any suggestions or ideas in anyone's I'm mind. saying we are planting things. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just sharing my own thoughts, you know. But nonetheless, I've actually, um, listen, if you do it, you would, you would, like, hey, hey, okay, let's stop that. Let's stop that. I'm giving you too much information. But... <laughs> Hey, listen, um, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm really getting quite a laugh of this thing, but, uh, you know, the fact is uh, that very many people out here that actually, um, look forward to doing what you are doing and perhaps are still abstract to how to actually get to execute at the level that you execute at, because you are actually... As a matter of fact, you are involved in very many aspects 
and disciplines, you know, and juggling and, you know, dribbling each and every one of them to actually satisfy a common need and direction. As it is, you actually speak from a sense of very clear perspective and uh, thought process. You do know what you want. You do know how to get it. And you definitely do know how long it should take you to get it. Mm, yes. Yes. It's something that many people out there are struggling with. And it's something that you have found at, I wouldn't say an early age, but I would also not say at a very late age as well. You know, but the fact that you already know and understand what you want is a feel, is something that is very credible, you know, and I would very much want to know how you actually got to, um, first of all, not just even discover it, but, or maybe let's start at that point. How did you actually get to know that this is the thing for me? Because, you know, you said you said it's social sciences, but then you go into branding and marketing and just, you know, just started moving, like you just started doing your thing and doing your thing and doing your thing. And you learned out of experience, out of, you know, spending time with people that are killing the game. You mm. know, what mm. was it like? What was the aha moment in you that was like, okay, I think this is the thing for me. Okay. So I, th- I think uh, when, when that part came was that time when I was in Pixie. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I, I had, I was performing, you know? Promotion came in, yeah, and I was happy, you know. So yeah. I was like, marketing is better, something you get it, yeah. So I leave quickly, I go to NGO, and I I failed to get what I really wanted, yeah. And then I get frustrated, yeah. then I meet Ronnie, mm-hmm. then from that time, I see how things are done, mm-hmm. you know. Then I come to Blue Flame. Yeah. Now, when I come to Blue Flame. By the time I I, I leave Ronnie, I know I'm one of the best marketeers. Mm. So I come to Blue Flame with these skills, and I flame. I learn more skills in Blue Flame. So I know, and I hit my targets, you know. So I know, like Napoleon, marketing is one of the things that you should look into, you know. Mm-hmm. Forget about okay. Do not forget, but you may not get, probably it's not your call, you know, probably at one time it will come, but as for now, look at marketing, you know, then I create this app, uh, sorry, I create this uh, outdoor advertising platform, and it's working well, you know, so it's all a process. I've never sat down like, you know what, market, this is the turning point, no. Mm. All the processes come to building who I am today. So if you look at me right now and where I've come from, I look at myself as one of the guys in brand, top guys in brand in the next five years. Mm. And we're good to hold you accountable to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I feel I'm still, I'm, I'm okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But I feel like every day I'm learning, you know, yeah. new aspects and my marketing my marketing pace or my marketing uh, field is expanding. Mm-hmm. So I know in the next five years I will be way higher. Hmm. What, makes you, what makes you so certain? That I'll be way higher. What makes you so certain? Not not in the aspect that um, I, I'm looking at it as an unlikelihood, but brother, the way you say, you know, there is quite a lot of... Uh, 
there's quite a lot of confidence in it. And I just feel like it is something that, you know, most people even out there that may not necessarily, that may actually be killing the game, they always have that self-doubt, you know, and they're like, ah, I'm good, but uh, I'm not really sure. Oh, no, you know. So for you, how have you been able to summon the courage to speak the things that you want into existence before they actually happen? First of all, uh, I'm God-fearing. So whatever plans I have, I measure them to God. Mm. So these plans I have are goals. Goals. Yeah. And these goals I'm setting for myself draw a picture yeah. of achieving the achievable. Yeah. Like I've been that the, in a situation in life whereby you be like if I move ten steps mm. I'll be here. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have that picture. Like when we were young, we would say by two thousand twenty one yeah. I would be I would I'll be twenty eight, I would have finished campus, <laughs> you know? I would have achieved A B C D. You get it? Yeah. So within myself I have these goals I have set. You know? I know there's an outlet coming up from from the out uh, from Catalyst to five six. Mm-hmm. You know? I know there's a billboard coming out this year from Tough Bond, about two billboards from Tough Bond. Mm-hmm. And I will assess myself from achieving those goals. Yeah. Because obviously, I know with God's grace, I'll achieve them. Yeah. So I also know uh, life is a season. Hmm. 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 That hit me life, different. That hit me different. Life is a season. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are, there are some certain times yeah. where you fall. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. And there are times where you will rise higher than how you're falling. Mm-hmm. So, in my, in my whole understanding, when I set these paces, you know, I know there's a season where I'll be broke. Mm. I should prepare for it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a season where I'll be very rich. I should also prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in everything I plan, I know there's a failure somewhere. Yeah. But I don't let that failure discourage me from getting what? The bigger picture. Yeah. Always stay focused. Always stay yeah. focused. No matter that storm, just use the storm to clear your path. That's it. How you, how you plan for the broke season, though? Pardon? How you plan for the broke season, though? Because, you know, I, I do, like you said, the, the, the season's to life, you know, and the, there's a time when you actually have You'll be healthy and whole and you have everything going on according to plan and schedule. And there will also be times when, you know, you are struggling with yourself. And, of course, uh, for the most part, okay, okay, for other people that do have responsibility in touch with them, you are failing, or not necessarily failing, but you're struggling in these responsibilities. And it's always a shift. You know, one time you are doing well, and later on you are actually, you know, on your knees praying to God, hopefully, and not crying. You know, but um, and I and I feel like it's really easy to deal with a good time. Like yeah. you need to be trained or tutored to handle a good season. Mm. <laughs> you know, there is no routine, there is no way of actually, you know, killing it. But when shit hits the fan, okay. Now this is what I do. One, do it. I I learn I learn do not invest in one business. Hmm. 
You get it. Yeah. Always have multiple businesses. I always tell this to the border border people that have driven me on all people that meet me. Yeah. And we have like a business talk or a youth talk. Yeah, I think I tell them, I tell them, do not look at one pot. Yeah. Because at one, like, I've told you life is a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at one time, that season of that pot will not be empty. Yeah. But that pot will have some water for you. For sure. You get it. So, have as much investment as you can. I have, I've tried for the last, for the last, uh, for the last four years or so, Actually, I'm not spending much money on uh, on myself, like getting out, drinking, you know. Okay, I don't drink, but getting out, uh, having fun. You don't drink? Luck, I don't drink. Not even water? And water, maybe. <laughs> water, you do. Come on. <laughs> but, but, yeah. uh, I, I do not... You do not, I don't have time to spend on luxury, yeah. but I have time to invest yeah. my money. Always, 70% of the profits I get mm-hmm. wow. go to investment. Wow. 30% is sustaining you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to load, have, have a decent meal, yeah. move. Yeah. But now, because I'm at one time, my granary will be out. Yeah. So let me use that 70% I had saved or I had invested yeah. somewhere, get it, invest it in the granary again, return with some money. Mm. The problem why people do not, uh, and have you noticed this? Mm-hmm. The brokest people. <laughs> oh, oh, you're about to step on toes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But, 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 but. No, it's okay. The say it, say people, it, say it. The yeah. brokest people are the people that will take pictures. Mmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. Show they're in a mm-hmm. fancy house. Mmm. Clouds. Yeah, they would show clouds. Yeah. Yet, to be that person that would be like, hey man, you're a saint, you're a good, you get it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. But the richest people would not show that. Instead, they would be the people that people would want to take pictures with. Yeah, yeah. You get it. So I do not want to be one of the brokest people. <laughs> so actually, as a matter of fact, today, I met with a very interesting quote that read that focus on you until the focus is you. Exactly. Exactly. That's a powerful one. Focus on you until the focus is on you. So yeah. I'm looking at investing as much as I can at my youthful age. Because right now I have the energy. I can yeah. run. I can, you know. Now, but can, time you I reach, run? Pardon? can you really run? I do. <laughs> I do. I do. I should go for really one of the days. <laughs> but you know, I'll beat you still. Uh, I will win you still. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I'll hold you to it. So, I'll hold you to it. Yeah. So, focus. <laughs> invest. Right now that I can do a lot of things, let me invest yeah. the resources I'm getting. Because I know at one time at 40, yeah, 40, yeah. 50, I'll be running out of energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll not be doing what I'm doing. So, let that money come back to me. Yeah, definitely. So, that's why, that's how I'm planning. That's why I'm certain that 
I know in five years mm-hmm. I'll be with good money. For sure, and we'll definitely be having quite a chunk of that money, is it as well? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, as we come to the close of the podcast, you know, um, uh, I'd like to ask one more question, perhaps two or three. Mm. You know, just to conclude, but I would like to as well. You know, you mentioned uh, you you do quite a lot of vast investment just to secure yourself a comfortable life in your 40s and 50s when you are not as energetic as you are right now. But of course, that tells me that you have invested in quite a multitude of things and you have failed quite a lot. However, I'd like to know what was your worst investment? My worst investment. Like when you look back, you're like, "Oh my god!" I don't know to what extent of stupidity I was on, but I was at quite a significant one. I've not yet seen any. Hmm. I've not yet seen any one because one, I invest in something. Before I invest in something, okay, I'd want to see. Before I invest in something, mm-hmm. I'd want to see the seriousness in the person I'm investing it with. So, mm-hmm. okay, so, so I'd want to see the feasibility impact yeah. on our worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the worst investment probably maybe is giving a quantum to maybe do some major social and they failed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the worst investment. <laughs> so, I've not, I've not yet had any cut of the worst investment. Because I have some, some free investments I'm doing. Yeah. Aside from my uh, four investments I have, yeah. and the three are not yet bad. They're actually very, very, very promising. I know in about three years, one yeah. one investment will be bringing me about two fifty million per year. Wow. Yeah. So I uh, I do not see a certain uh, I don't see a bad investment, and two. There is no bad investment because all investments will will teach you at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. They will teach you patience. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they will teach you the failures. Yeah. So that you don't bring them to your home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, I feel like um, we we th- th- there's a lot more we'd like to cover, but as it is, we are we moving closer and closer to the hour mark, you know, and we want to be as considerate of your time and the time of the listeners as well. And for everybody that has been listening all the way, you know, from the first minute to the last minute, we really appreciate you, and we hope that we have been able to bring you some value, some content that perhaps will be able to create some sort of shift, even if it's just a one percent shift. That's all that you need, you know, because if you're actually having this 1% shift every single day for 365 days a year, that is mm. 365% improvement. Very true, very true. You know, so it is just that small increment that actually compounds with time to make a significant shift. So we hope we have been able to deliver that 1% on the show and hopefully uh, we have been able to touch and tackle on some of the subjects that you were interested in or perhaps looking forward to and uh, we would like to very much appreciate our guest as well for the time and patience he definitely has quite a hectic day i definitely know he is not going to bed after this he's still getting on the grind you know so. <laughs> yeah i'm still online up to 12 yeah Last, you know, yeah yeah you know for sure and there is quite a lot that is on the hang that is on the hold 
you know, and not because they are not important, but because he actually values to come on here and share with you some of the knowledge that he has gathered over the days. So um, as a parting question, sir, what one book would you gift someone if you had the opportunity to? The Purpose Driven Life. The Purpose Driven Life. Why? I've forgotten the, I'm not a book reader. Okay. I've read two books. I've read The Purpose Driven Life. And uh, it's 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 more theoretical. And uh, The Magic of Taking Big. The Those magic. are the two books I've read. And in my life, but I'm not a reader, yeah. like I've said. Yeah. But The Purpose Driven Life yeah. and The Magic of Taking Big. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much. Um, would you give, would you give the people one nugget, a nugget that perhaps they could always hold on to, and we'll close the show with that. What What I would give people is um, life is uh, it's a season. Every you if you interact different things, you know. Today it's a smiley day. Tomorrow is a lousy day. Yeah. Uh, today you're broke. Tomorrow you are uh, rich. Yeah. But two things you should never, you should never lose. One, yeah. the love for your God. Yeah. Because I love the day you're His favorite, and He will always lift you up. Yeah. So if you love your God, you know you will rise up. Yeah. You know you'll get food, you'll get a house. Yeah. A shelter. Yeah. So do not lose hope in yourself and do not forget the love for yourself. Yeah. Because above all, when you die or or when anything happens, it will be you alone. When you feel that when you commit suicide you will uh, end up hurting yourself alone. When you yeah. please proceed. Hello. Hello, please proceed. Yes. Do not forget do not forget do not sorry. Love your God with all your heart and then love yourself with all your heart and with all your, with all your strength. Those are two things you should do so that you survive seasons. Yeah. Hmm, all right. Thank you very much, sir. We really appreciate you, Mr. Napoleon Timukunde. Nimwamanya, yeah, actually, actually, remember the last name. I, I never knew you were called Nimwamanya. I actually got to know about it today. Wow. It's quite a pleasure indeed to to you know uh, have you on the show. It's actually a pleasure mostly for me and uh, also in appreciation for uh, your time on behalf of my listeners as well. We really appreciate you. We really thank you very much for the time and effort, and we wish you all the best in all your endeavors and everything else that. You seek to put your energy and time to. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. Okay. You're blessed. You too.